The world's first masturbation vending machine opens in Japan, and a man has been hospitalized for a 10-plus-day erection, and mass hysteria and demonic possession grips Indonesian schools. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News, and I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm very happy to be here with you today. Let's hear the stories, shall we? Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Hard, 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 hardcore, hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Booty, booty, booty buffet. Hardcore wife swapping booty buffet. Mocha fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in weird AF news. The world's first masturbation vending machine is opening in Japan. Yes, now you can self-serve, self-pleasure 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. As Japan's leading producer of masturbatory aid products, the company Tenga loves to market its brand with unforgettable head-turning campaigns. And hot on the heels of their recent... Clear sleeping bags. Tenga is making news once again, this time with the unveiling of their world's first masturbatory aid vending machines. By the way, they looked up the clear sleeping bag. That is literally what it is. Clear sleeping bag. A see-through sleeping bag. I don't know what's (laughs) what that has to do with anything. I guess it's kind of sexy. I don't know. Well, now you can grab a Tenga to go. Anytime, day or night, without any judgment from human store clerks. What's a Tenga, Jonesy? Well, I had to look this up because I'm looking at the machines. I see what looks like lube, but there's other things in the vending machines. Wasn't sure what they were. Apparently, this company makes uh, masturbatory aids. What are masturbatory aids? Well, for the men, anyways, these things are called spinners. And they're like just... They look like little inflatable... uh, I don't know, pickles or something. Like it's a little tube. And I guess you insert your member in there. This is for men. You know, it's just, it gives you, rather than using your your hand, there's this object that they've invented, this company, Tenga. They're called cup and spinner products, apparently. And now you can buy them in this vending machine. So, like, if you're really in dire need and your hand isn't going to do it, I guess you can just go to these things. In addition to the lube and the, cup and spinner products in a variety of colors because, you know, it really matters what color the <laughs> the masturbatory aid is, right? Uh, especially if you're going to do it in public. They also included a Tenga Night Charge energy drink to keep you going all night long so you can get an energy drink out of the machine as well. And to further protect interested customers from the prying eyes of the public, Tenga have installed the new machines in a private space behind a curtain that (laughs) makes it look more like a public bathhouse than a sex toy purchasing area. Only those who know what Tenga sells will be wise to what lies beyond the curtain. The vending machines are equipped with age identification systems. Oh, I'm sure those work. Similar to those used on machines that sell alcohol or tobacco around Japan. Oh, what do you got to... How do they identify your uh, age? I'm curious about this. Alcohol vending machines in Japan as well? That's a thing? Okay. 
On the other side of the machine is a screen with an instructional video showing you how to use the products that are being sold. <laughs> those must be hilarious. How would you love to see one of those? Goodness, I should do a YouTube search and see if someone put this up there. The new vending machines began operating on August 1st in Susikuno, which is a well-known red light district in Sapporo. Ooh, Sapporo. Is that where the beer comes from? I love Sapporo. It's on Japan's northern island of Hokkaido. Am I saying these right? According to the company, the machines are conveniently located in an area that's surrounded by single residence apartments, and approximately 300 people visited the new vending machines on opening day. The three machines in Susikino are being used as a test trial, with more locations to follow in the future depending on the success of the self-serve system. Maybe then we'll be able to purchase even more products from Tenga's extensive range at any time of the day or night. After all, any time is a good time to try a matcha tea whisk vibrator. <laughs> That's what the article says. I got to look up at Tenga's website and see what other products they're offering here. Like what? I mean, I'm I'm a very simple masturbator. I mean, I just you know I just use the old hand. I mean, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm not hip to the technology. I don't know. But perhaps. Looking at the website, maybe there's a product out there for me. I don't know. They have a whole line of masturbatory aids, they say. What could it possibly be? There's stuff I can't even imagine that I'm sure they have. Then I can probably get it out of a vending machine. It's weird, isn't it weird? My goodness. Well, I got to hand it to J Japan, man. They're just like, they take technology and they run with it. And I just love that. Oh, man, I can't wait to go. <laughs> go to Japan and buy lube out of a vending machine. And a tea whisk vibrator. Why not? A man has been hospitalized for a 10-day erection. Ooh, 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 10-day erection. <laughs> Seek medical treatment if you have an erection lasting more than four hours. Well, that's a warning that you hear sometimes on... The po as the possible side effects during any commercial for erectile dysfunction drugs, right? You guys know that. Call your doctor if you have an ere erection lasting more than two days. Nothing more than an asterisk. Nothing more than an afterthought for most people. They think to themselves, how could I possibly have an erection this long? Four hours, by the way. I've had an erection four hours because of those things. And like, you know, that's not alarming. Four days. That's alarming. Of course, if you're like that guy whose penis is turning into bone, turn to bone. That's alarming as well. I did that story yesterday. Check it out. It was the last Weird AF News episode. Well, something happened to Danny Harrop Griffiths. The media has reported that this gay erotica writer who has, been previous, who has previously contributed articles to various websites has been hospitalized for nearly 10 days with an erection that just won't quit. Here's a quote from Danny. I was partying at a club and I took a Viagra before I went. But that was only half of the trouble. I don't know if I, is this how gay men go out? They pop a Viagra before they... Are you that confident? I guess, you know, you get it at the clubs, man. The gay clubs, they're just... Everybody's doing it. I am not that confident. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, definitely getting with someone tonight. Let me have that Viagra right now before I leave the house. Well, anyways, Danny says, I met a nurse who I went home with who ended up injecting an, an erection enhancer into my member. 
Wow, the nurse injected an, an erection enhancer? Is this something only nurses know about? What is this? You had the Viagra already. Why did you let the nurse inject you with the erection enhancer? You should be, no, 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 I'm fine. I had a Viagra before lunch. <laughs> or did you just want to see what would happen? You got a 10-day boner, of course. You had a Viagra on, and on top of it, an erection enhanced injection by a professional. Two days later, Danny found himself in the hospital with a, with a priapism. Ten days after that, he's still there. Goodness, this is 20 days? Danny is far from the first person to find themselves hospitalized due to a constant erection. Earlier this year, a man in the UK was hospitalized for nine days with an erection after injuring himself in a moped crash. I don't remember about that. You could get in a moped crash and then, you know, you scrape your knees and then you have a nine-day erection. That's weird. <laughs> In 2015, some genius took 35 Viagra pills as a joke, got stuck with a five-day boner. <laughs> 35 Viagra pills? Give yourself a heart attack, bro. What are you doing? And in one of the most harrowing recorded incidents, an accident caused a seven-week erection in a man from Dublin after he fell on his bike, on his bike handlebars. Wow, there's a lot of like, uh, you know, vehicle crashes that lead to multi-day erections. What's that all about? I've been in a couple car accidents. I never got a boner out of it. With Danny's hospitalization still underway, it's impossible to say where he may fall in this terrifying range of way too long erections because it's still going, apparently. Got to get an update. We should call him in the hospital. But he's already been in it long enough to know he wants to warn others away from making the same mistake he did. Here's a quote from him. My advice to anyone with a penis is to be careful when you take Viagra and don't let anyone come near you with an injection because it's just not worth it. I need to know about these uh, erection injections. Erection injection. Sounds like an R&B song. <laughs> Light a candle. Erection injection. And put on some Marvin Gaye. <laughs> We're going to make love for 47 days because I got an erection injection. I should totally record that song. Uh, yes, be careful. And certainly don't do it on top of the pill. The pill is sufficient. Oh, man, I had a, I had some of those pills. I would take a, I, I just would take half a pill. That was, that was, and that was crazy. Um, that was a fun time. Got to get some more of those. Those are, <laughs> well, I got to get... Well, you know, you got to get someone to use them with as well. But, I mean, that was a fun time. But you got to be careful. These things are no joke. Certainly, the erection injection is uh, hair-raising. Need to... Anybody know anything about this? Any nurses out there know anything about this? I'm going to get down to the nitty-gritty about this stuff. And I'll tell you, gay men, you got it good. You got it good. You know if you go to the gay club, this what is there, an 80% chance you're going to have sex by the end of the night? What a life that is. I've never left my house, gone to a club with the, that much confidence that I would take my erectile drug before. No, I don't really take them, but you, you know what I'm saying. My goodness, I'm, I'm like, should I shower? Ah, I'm not going to meet anybody. What the hell? Who cares? Shave? Ah, screw it. I'm not even going to put deodorant on. Nobody likes me. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> 
My entire life I've loved pranking people, and I really appreciate being pranked myself. It's done out of love, after all. Someone sent me a bag of dicks on my birthday, and I was like, whoopee! (laughs) Good times. Well, you know, you can prank someone you love as well on their birthday or any other occasion. You can do it fast, easy, and affordable, and you can do it anonymously by using pranksanonymous.com. That's right. Don't you want to send your friend a spring-loaded poop bomb? I mean, hello! Send your girlfriend a 3D pop-up dick card. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> they got glitter bombs as well. You can send some poop glitter, sperm glitter, and the biggest glitter bomb in the world, mega glitter bomb. Wouldn't that be fun? Watch your roommate pick up glitter all over the place. <laughs> Get send, send your boss a frustration box. Yeah, watch him struggle for hours to get this thing open. These are some of the pranks. You have to check out their site. They have a lot of them. They're hilarious. Pranksanonymous.com. There's a promo code, WeirdAFNews. Use that. Get 10% off your first order. Promo code, WeirdAFNews. At PranksAnonymous.com, you can make your prank personal with upgrades. Just give them the address of your loved one, and then they take care of the rest. Do it. PranksAnonymous.com. For legit pranks at low prices. Mass hysteria grips Indonesian school. A private girls' school in Indonesia was filled with screaming students a few weeks ago after one of them allegedly found herself, quote, looking into the other world with scenes of blood, gore, and violence. 17-year-old Siti Nuranisa said that this was followed by a vision of the devil, the face of pure evil. Yes, she saw this in class, apparently. Soon, at least 39 other students at the Islamic religious institutions were in hysterics, fainting, crying, yelling in fear and panic. Others, including the teachers, claimed to have seen a dark figure or ghost lurking around the school campus. The educational authorities sent in Islamic spiritual leaders and counselors to perform exorcisms and calm those affected by this mass hysteria outbreak. And then there's an article here describing the story and fascinating cultural background of mass hysteria outbreaks, especially in Indonesia, and how beliefs and spiritual influences and even concepts like Islamic trickster entities known as djinns contribute to this kind of mass hysteria, as some have dubbed the incident. And it's happened in many, many schools. There have been closings and whatnot because of Students that claim to see something crazy and they freak out and then next thing you know, everybody's trampling one another. I went to the article. It's, I th- find it fascinating. It's very long, so I have to kind of jump around here with this thing. But in early 2016, mass hysteria took hold across many schools in Malaysia, apparently. Officials could not handle the multiple outbreaks and shut all the schools. Can you imagine that? They called it mass hysteria season. Cases were happening nonstop, spreading from one school to another. One case in the town of Pankalan, Chepa, attracted significant significant media attention. Students and teachers were described in reports as becoming possessed by demons after seeing a dark, shadowy figure lurking around the campus. About a hundred people were affected, in fact. One individual describes that particular school as being the most haunted school in all of Malaysia. The scare lasted hours, and it took months for life to return to normal on the campus. This is fascinating, what's going on there. I wish this kind of stuff happened at my school because, you know, I wanted to leave. <laughs> like, you know, I was the kind of student that prayed for snow days. I'm like, please, anything to not go to school. 
I'll find myself praying for demons. Oh, are we going to have a demon day today? Oh, I hope so. I hope we have a demon day. I'd love to go home. <laughs> you watch the news in the morning. How many schools are being closed for demon day today? <laughs> yes, we got to close the school for a four-day exorcism. Ah, oh, shoot. That sucks. Now, Malaysia apparently has got a fascination with ghosts, and it dates back to centuries, and it's deep-rooted in shamanic tradition and Southeast Asian folk mythology. Children grow up hearing stories about dead infants called toyol that are invoked by shamans using black magic. And they're also told stories of terrifying vampiric ghosts like the Pontianak and Penangjalan. I don't know if I'm saying these correct. Always fun to try, though. (laughs) These are vengeful, powerful female spirits that feed on the living. Penangjalan. Yeah, I've dated a few of those. Yes, trees and burial sites are common settings for these eerie tales. And these locations stoke fears that feed into superstitious beliefs. And then they carry over into other parts of their life. Crazy. In addition to exorcisms and whatnot, um, and, you know, maybe using reason, there are other sort of uh, approaches to dealing with mass hysteria, especially in Malaysia, where you can buy an anti-hysteria kit. (laughs) Can you believe that? The items include in the anti-hysteria kit... Formic acid, ammonia inhalants, pepper spray, and bamboo pincers. Uh, According to the Quran, evil spirits are unable to tolerate such items. Uh, This kit was developed by doctors. (laughs) Uh, One individual says, Our kits have been used by two schools, and they've solved more than 100 cases of mass hysteria. Although there's no scientific evidence to back up these claims. (laughs) The kit drew widespread criticism upon its release in 2016. Some scientists say, this is nonsense. This is absurd superstition. Is it? They're like, this is a culture entrenched in supernatural beliefs. Yeah, a lot of cultures are entrenched in supernatural beliefs. We are as well. And the proliferation of horror movies, you know, creates a certain cultural background too. Look, man, Slender Man is a thing that was kind of created out of hysteria, right? And the clowns, I don't know if you guys remember the clowns that were being spotted in Virginia and the Carolinas, happened to be around the same time that Stephen King's re-release of the movie It. Do you recall? There's something going on here about the mass, mass hysteria is real and it can create, in my opinion, this is weird, but it can create visions. People will, people will have an experience uh, based on sort of cultural expectations. Yeah, does that make any sense at all? You must think I'm going off on the deep end right now, but yeah. There's there's evidence that uh, spirits can, you know, be conjured as well. I mean, so uh, there's a whole study that was done, an experiment called Conjuring Philip. You should look into it. It's fascinating. A group of people created a ghost out of their own, you know, their own sort of, it, it was created socially. It really was. They got together. They used their imagination. They created a persona for the spirit and the spirit came to be and it manifested itself in the physical world. So there's something going on here. But, you, you know, it, it just gets a little dicey when you're dealing with schools and children. I mean, that is, I mean, how do you handle 
mass hysteria when it comes to supernatural spirits at schools. I mean, these teachers, they're not paid enough. They really aren't. This kind of stuff is just like... In addition to who knows, poor... Can you imagine poor schools in Malaysia? I don't know what Malaysia is like, but... Can you imagine some poor schools in Malaysia that don't have enough books or whatever? There's, you know... On top of it, they got to... The teacher's got to perform an exorcism in the middle of her... Of recess. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... It's very concerning to me. I don't know. I thought it was a very weird story. I thought I would cover it. Anybody know anything about this kind of stuff? Anybody in... I don't think I have any fans in Malaysia. Um, but yeah, call Weird AF News. I'd love to hear your... Uh, your feedback on anything like this. 646-450-2012. Careful today when you're out there. Watch out for the ghosts. I want to wake up to a podcast about weird shit. Don't you? Yeah, well, I make that happen for you, obviously. It's some pretty good uh, lounge singing, by the way. I can do some Frank Sinatra for you. If we ever go to karaoke, which we should, I should just throw a karaoke jammy jam with all my fellow weirdos. We'll do a karaoke podcast tour across the country. All right, now I'm getting crazy. I want to thank you guys for listening. Please share the podcast if you can. Tell your friends about it, loved ones, your parole officer, whoever you think might get something out of this. You know, it's one thing to just listen to regular news, and that that, that brings you into a certain state of mind, right? That state of mind is probably a little problematic, right? I mean, that's not really doing you good, getting angry about the world. At least with this news, you're like, oh my God, this is weird shit. It's funny. And I don't feel so bad about my life. I seem normal compared to these people. (laughs) I'm sure that's what you get out of the Florida Friday episode, of course. If you're a new listener, yes, on Fridays, I just do stories out of Florida. It's called Florida Fridays. I do these five days a week. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast. Uh, that I know of. So enjoy and tell a friend. Leave me a review. That's very helpful as well. Check out the Patreon. That's how we support the show. I bought a microphone. Thank you, patrons. And I think the quality's going up. If I could just get myself a studio, that way you wouldn't have to hear the helicopters flying across my my falafel sandwich. That'd be nice. Uh, Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Yes. For as little as $2 a month, you can become a patron. Get access to all the bonus episodes, the alligator song download, the album download, all the blog posts and videos I put up there, the interviews I've done, all that stuff. For the price of a cup of coffee a month? What are you, out of your mind? Please, get it together. Or don't. It's all good to me. I want to thank those of you who called in, like uh, the state of Florida and Dallas and a woman who I couldn't, I couldn't, figure out your name you guys were very anti uh, miniature horse on the plane though um which is exactly how i feel about it although I, i'm getting emails i got an email from someone who supports it um uh, but i'm we're going back and forth right now i'm trying to talk her out of it <laughs> dallas made a good point like are these things these things aren't you know trained to not pee on the plane what are you you're training miniature horses to not pee hey hold that pee for you you know dogs will do that for you if it's a cat it's in its little cage there let it pee in the cage okay i mean although i don't know if that's okay either what do you do about the peeing and the animals on the plane you can't actually take you can't exactly take them for a walk up and down the aisle to do their business so what, how does that work by the way horses they kind of smell all right I mean, there's so many arguments against this. 
there's there's just, it's just so much easier just to you know take a zanny drink a bloody mary and pass the hell out <laughs> um we'll take care of you don't worry you got you got this you know the flight attendants are wonderful people they'll make sure that everything's okay you're going to get there safely we'll we'll be there for you we'll get you on the plane whatever you know whatever disability you have the people can help you we'll get you through it we can ship your horse and have it ready for you <laughs> at the next airport <laughs> we'll put it through baggage <laughs> imagine a horse you know suitcases falling down on them <laughs> a horse tumbles down oh that's my that's my service horse that's my emotional support horse there it comes along with my bag all right that was stupid okay i'm gonna stop follow the follow me uh on instagram at funny jones and uh email me funny jones at gmail.com whenever it's all good i love you guys bye Yay! hey josie dallas from minnesota i have to comment on that uh miniature horse being accepted on airlines i could not agree with you more i i don't you know sure a person's blind they probably need some sort of animal to get them somewhere but it doesn't need to be a damn horse if a horse i mean it, it just boggles my mind i've never met a horse who's potty trained i just reek in a damn plane if they let that on there <laughs> it, it does not make any sense because it just—it's it, too big of an animal to be on there, too crowded, and you know the the dog has done fine uh, for for service dogs. They're they're usually well mannered. Uh, it's not like for the emotional support animals, which is, boggles my mind. Well. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you, Jonesy. Horse does not belong on a plane ever. Hey, Jonesy, it's Beloved Arky. Um, I just heard the story about bringing the miniature horses on the airplanes. How do I get hooked up as being someone's personal um, support companion? Like, I'm willing to be your support companion and fly with you on an airplane, and you can pet my hair if you want to. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be better than putting a miniature horse onto a plane. I'll be your personal flying companion. <laughs> Thanks, Jonesy. You're always hilarious. Hi, Jonesy. It's me, Florida, and I'm calling about Florida Fridays. And you know what? You had me so happy because you called me baby twice and called me honey, and you had a new Florida Fridays song for me. I was so happy. But you know what I wasn't very happy about? You told that new Patreon of yours, Brandy, that you would flex for her and send her a picture of you. And that didn't make me happy at all. I've seen you, Jonesy, when you broadcast with your shirt off on the YouTube channel. You tight little bodied, sinewy little weaselly monster of a babe magnet. Ooh, gets me all turned on just thinking about you. But when you said you were going to send her a picture of you, that just made me 
just mad as could be. She's got her own boyfriend named Jonathan, and she doesn't need a picture of you. Now, I do appreciate her joining the Patreon to keep you financed, but she needs to think, keep to her own man and not be coming after you. And you don't need to be trying to appeal to her in any way whatsoever. I may be down here in the southeast corner of the United States, but I've got friends like my cousin Arizona, where she lives now. And I didn't get her by sending an alligator to to bite her snatch while she was down here on vacation. But now that she's living in Arizona, I can have my cousin send a Gila monster her way. And we can take care of her if she's not careful. So just keep yourself, your hands to yourself, Brandy, you hussy. All right, I'm done with that now. So moving along, you had someone that called into you, Jonesy, and said that you better watch your caffeine intake because that can get to you. And I'm worried about you, Jonesy, that you are not going to be safe. You need to watch your health so that you're perfectly healthy for me. i got to get you down here to Florida so I can take care of you, honey. I know you're originally from Boston, the whole site of the Boston Tea Party. Well, we'll get you off that coffee and switched over to to uh, iced tea instead of cold brewed coffee. And once you know how to perfectly make your your iced tea, we'll get you down here to Florida to me. And you once you know how to make it perfectly, you can get down here and teabag me. <laughs> How's that sound, Jonesy? Sound great to me. Bye, honey. Love ya.